Welcome to TJH, your go-to podcast for all things journeying home to yourself. I'm your host, Hayley Curtis, Gene Keys and Women's Transformation Guide, here to encourage and usher you into remembering who you are by peeling back the veil on all things shadow work, self-love, self-worth, relationships, gene keys, breakthrough, awakening, and so much more. One thing I know to be true about you is that you are utterly magnificent. And here at the Journey Home Podcast, I will be walking hand in hand with you as you discover and remember your magic. Let the voyage begin. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to the Journey Home Podcast. We've got a really amazing episode for you today, especially if you are new to the Gene Keys. This is really an episode catered to those of you out there who might have dabbled in the Gene Keys a bit or you've never even looked into them and you're curious if the things that you've heard on this podcast or the things you've seen me post on Instagram have have sparked your interest about the Gene Keys, this is absolutely the episode for you. Or if you're even, you've, you've been looking at it, you've been enjoying bits and pieces, maybe you've looked up your profile, maybe you've read a few bits and pieces on the website or listened to some stuff on YouTube and you're wanting to know a little more, this is absolutely going to be a brilliant episode for you because I have got two amazing guests with me here today. I have got Megan, who you all know very well by now, who has been on the podcast many times. Megan is my co-host of TJH. We have absolutely claimed that title for her. And then I popped it out there on our Journey Home membership where I, I just popped up a post and I said, I'm looking for a volunteer who wants to step into the step into some courage, come and bring their voice to the podcast, who is more newer to the Gene Keys, because obviously Megan and I are both very seasoned Gene Keys journeyers, but I really felt like this podcast episode needed someone at the beginning of their voyage. And we had the amazing Lizzie Pickles put her hand up and say, I think that that needs to be me. And here she is. I'm so happy to have you here with us today, Lizzie. Welcome to the podcast for the first time. Before I go any further, I'd love to just hand it over to you to introduce yourself and then we can roll on in with our episode. So yeah, my name's Lizzie. Um, I am from England, West Yorkshire, um, a real Yorkshire girl. Um, I came across TJ Hitch through following Haley on Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, I think I've been a member now for around maybe three or four months. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it is just wonderful. I'm not here to sell anything and, <laughs> you know, sell TJH to anybody, but it has been life-changing for me, mm. absolutely life-changing. And then through that process, I discovered the Gene Keys. Mm. I heard the word Gene Keys. <laughs> I got really, really curious mm. and I wanted to explore what that meant. Yeah. And that's me. That's where I'm at. Yeah, amazing. And I promise everyone, I did not pay Lizzie to say that. 
This is this is genuine members from TJH. It's such yeah. an honor to have you here with us today, Lizzie. And um, I've I've had the honor of getting to witness you in the beginning of your Gene Keys journey because Lizzie is part of the Destined program that I'm running at the moment, which Megan is also in as well. Megan's a bit of my co-host inside Destined. She's just as much of a guide as I am. Um, but Lizzie, getting to watch you in that, like you said, that curiosity, it's like that childlike mm. awe and wonder when you first enter these teachings, this transmission, and you just go, mm. holy shit. <laughs> mm. And it has been such just, oh, such a privilege to get to witness you in that excitement in that breakthrough in the epiphany right because your epiphanies really started dropping very fast as you've come into the gene keys and i know that um since diving deeper into the gene keys you've just been devouring anything gene keys you're like this let me watch this let me listen to this i want to read this and Mm -hmm. um just reminds me of myself when I first found the G keys. And so um, I've, yeah, I loved witnessing you and I love that I get to continue to witness you as we continue in Destined. And so thank you for coming and being here with us today. I know it can be a little bit daunting um, to jump onto a podcast and come and share your voice. And, um, but I really appreciate it. So thank you so much. So beautiful listeners, what Megan and Lizzie and myself have gathered to talk about today is something new that Richard Rudd and the Gene Keys have brought out recently, which is just phenomenal and you're going to love it and it is completely free. The Gene Keys have launched a new course called New to the Gene Keys and it is a three-day experience into the essence of your being. It is a three-day experience into the essence of the Gene Keys. And it is this beautiful introductory course that isn't just, you know, when when I heard that they were releasing this, I was like, oh, cool, there's going to be like a few bits and pieces of information, maybe a couple of videos for Richard Rudd so people can sort of understand what the Gene Keys are and then you can enter into one of the paid programs. When I went into this course and I started going through the modules, I was blown away with the value of this course mm. and with the oh, the potency of what you receive in them. And so before I dive into my questions where Megan and Lizzie are going to share their experiences within that course to help paint a picture of what it might look like for you, I'll just share with you a bit of what you'll find in there. So you have an introduction from Richard about what the Gene Keys are, which is brilliant because the Gene Keys can either be very complex or very simple, and it all depends on the way in which you approach them. And I think that the thing that stops people in their tracks a bit, and Megan and I spoke about this on another episode about kind of being new to the Gene Keys, the thing that can stop you in your tracks is the the complex nature of it. All of these circles and numbers and lines and big words that I've never heard before, too hard basket. And we can see it as too complex. But it can also be the most simple of things that you ever dive into. And it's all in the way you approach it. And I love that Richard sets you up right from the get-go with this free course, with just simplifying the gene keys. 
simplifying what they are to help you to understand and then simplifying the approach to them. So he'll teach you a little bit about the art of contemplation, a little bit about shadow work, and then you head off on a voyage for three days through three different parts of your profile. In your gene key profile, you'll see that there are three different colors for the spheres. You have your activation sequence, which is green. You have your Venus sequence, which is red. And you have your pearl sequence, which is blue. And each of those sequences are a different part of your life. You have unlocking your purpose, unlocking more love, and unlocking prosperity. And in this three-day course, you get a full rundown on one gene key from each of those sequences. So you get to have a full day in your purpose gene key, a full day in your SQ gene key, which is um, like the heart of you, and a full day in your culture gene key, which is all about how you draw people to you to create prosperity. And not only is it just like, here's just a snippet of that gene key, you get the entire audio for your gene key for free and a brilliant write-up where they've taken what is in the book and made it really succinct and easy to understand for you to sit with, and then some contemplation questions to take that into your day to unlock some things for you. One of the things I love about this course is that right from the beginning, Richard sets you up by saying whatever challenge that is in the foreground of your life at the moment, take that challenge and use it as your backdrop for the for the journey of this course. So you get to find these three completely different ways to look at the same challenge in your life and in doing so, oh my gosh, it can open up so much for you. And so this isn't just an introduction to the gene keys for you to be like, oh, now after this, I'll know if I want to purchase so I can actually have transformation. You can access the transformation in this free course. (laughs) It is seriously unbelievable. And of course, all of the links for this is going to be in the show notes. But yeah, I'd love to just share a bit more with you all about how you can utilize this course in your own journey to unlock some of the magic within the gene keys. Um, Before we dive in with the questions about the actual course, Megan, um, I haven't even let you say hello to everyone yet. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I'm such a a bitch. (laughs) But I can can see you and you're nodding along and smiling, but I'm like, Hayley, no one else can see her. It's just audio. (laughs) But (laughs) Megan, I would love just to hear your point of view on what I sort of spoke to there about the gene keys either being really complex or really simple. Do you have anything to add on that or just your ideas around that that might help the listeners? Um, having done this this course, and of course I'm I'm in way, I mean, I've finished my Venus sequence. So this is like, I thought when I first saw it, I thought, oh, it'll be like elementary school, right? For mm-hmm. me, where I'm already doing graduate work. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was... If I had had this free course before I jumped into the Gene Keys back in 2020, Mm. I think it would have helped me a lot to simplify my um, approach because Mm. I just, you know, I dove right in and thought I had to understand everything all Mm. at once. And um, Mm. I just had a lot of overwhelm. Uh, And this, that he begins with teaching us to contemplate. Mm. I I missed that the first time around in the Gene Keys when I first did it. Mm-hmm. And um and that is such a key point because mm-hmm. contemplation brings us gentleness 
and patience in this journey, which then simplifies it, right? Absolutely. I love that. I love that you're seeing how it could have, it would have been a different experience had you had this first as the entry point. And I think for me as well, like it would have been like, ah, (laughs) I get it right from the beginning instead of sort of finding my way on my own and then getting it. This is just such a beautiful, clean entry into the gene keys where you can feel so safe straight away with what you're discovering. So thank you for sharing that. Um, this first question is just going to be for you, Lizzie, not not for Megan, because Megan's already answered this question in the past. But I would love to know, obviously, you already shared a little bit there about you saw me sharing about the gene keys, but what was it that actually drew you to the gene keys in the first place? I love people to share this story of of how the gene keys sort of found you and what drew you because people can resonate with different people's stories I'd love to hear yours Mm. I think I had been on a inner journey Mm. for a number of years Mm. and I'd used lots of different tools so that might have been meditating breathing exercises yoga running being out in nature and I still use those things and I think they're absolutely fabulous tools Mm. but I felt I were only getting so far on my spiritual journey if you like Mm. and I was really looking for something that would help me get go much much deeper Mm-hmm. And there wasn't something that I had to plan for within my day. So mm-hmm. if I'm going to do yoga, I've got to find time to do yoga. I've got to find time to go for a walk. And what I'm finding with the gene keys is that I can incorporate them which will make more sense maybe as we go along in the conversation, mm-hmm. but I can incorporate what I'm learning from the gene keys throughout my day Mm. and that's as I'm learning that I just love them and (laughs) I'm getting more and more and more and more drawn to the gene keys Mm. um and I think actually even though when I first because what I did is I I googled gene keys when I first heard as it heard of them which most people probably will do and there was the like the um the language, even though when I googled it, it was quite complex. The shadows, the gifts, the contemplation, the spheres, and all that kind of stuff. I was still very very curious, mm. and I wanted to understand what that meant. And what the great thing is about what you've just been talking about with the 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 course that Richard's brought out Mm. is that he simplified all that. He did. So it's a no brainer. Mm, Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, I just. And I hope that answered your question. I don't know if it did. Oh, it did. And it gave me tingles. And it's, this is such a common thread through different, like we all come to the jinkies from such different walks of life and, um, through different ways like maybe we just saw the book on the table or we hear someone talk about it, like so many different ways but one of the commonalities is this spirit of curiosity and mm. also this the main thing that really came through for me there and what you're saying Lizzie, is this craving for more depth 
this mm. craving mm. to enter deeper into your being and being like, oh, I think that that might be the map. I think that that might be the way. And it's hard to explain that feeling. You just know. And that's where mm. I say the gene keys find you. You don't find the gene keys because they really call to those that depths of your soul. And I love that you said, yeah, I was already doing lots of practices, doing the meditation, doing the, um, you know, spending lots of time in nature and di- diving into yourself and spirituality. But we still are left hungry sometimes. We're still left mm. hungry for, I think what we really hunger for is the language. I think we hunger for the language of the gene keys for it to come and re-imprint our souls and our DNA so that we can start speaking a new language out into the world and start manifesting a different type of life. Like, I think that's really what we crave. And and as we come in and we start to see this language and we just get more and more and more curious, more and more and more drawn because our, our DNA is like, yes, our soul is like, yes, I want more of that. So thank you mm. for sharing. So we're going to circle back around to something that Megan was saying, and then you were even mentioning it then as well, Lizzie, and that's the art of contemplation. So when you come into this new to the Gene Keys course, after the introduction from Richard, the first thing you learn about is the art of contemplation. And the art of contemplation is really the the way in which the Gene Keys move in your life and transform you. It is through applying this contemplation to your life and integrating it into your lifestyle. Like Lizzie said, she wasn't looking for another thing that she had to set aside a block of time for, but something that she could integrate into her lifestyle. And contemplation is how you do this with the chinkies. And so yeah, the first thing that you learn in this course is how to contemplate the gene keys and how to pause in your busy day to create the space for breakthrough, to create the space for transformation. Because breakthrough and transformation require spaciousness. We can't just expect to keep just never stopping, never stopping, never stopping and to transform But like Lizzie said, you don't have to stop in a giant chunk like you would if you were going to a yoga class or if you would if you were having if you were going to do an hour long meditation, you get to contemplate and you get to pause in little snippets of your day. And Richard Rudd calls this harvesting the natural pauses in your day and taking what was already there and turning it into something of beauty. And so yeah, this is where we really start to see the entire landscape of our lives change. And I love that he's put this right at the start of the course. And a, a, a quote he says in the video in that course, he says, once you learn how to contemplate, you can solve any issue in your life. That's a really empowering, liberating statement. And I wholeheartedly believe that. And I have seen the truth of that in my life. That once you learn to contemplate, you can solve any issue. And so my question for each of you, Megan, maybe we'll begin with you, is how have you brought increased awareness around pausing in your everyday life? And obviously you've been on this journey much longer, but that's the whole point. I want to see the difference. (laughs) And what impact is that having on you? What impact is the pause and the contemplation having on you in your life? (laughs) I've got to admit that back in 2020, when I started um, my activation sequence, and then I jumped into the Venus sequence a retreat, and you know contemplation was brought up a lot in these. 
And so I thought I should take the art of contemplation class and, and get the book. So I got the book and I took the class and I'm going, this is so boring. I thought it was so boring, but I think I was still addicted to the drama of our outer life, Mm. you know, and somehow in all of that, then, then, well, I then, now I realize now that I've worked with you, I realize that that's actually my evolution key in um, my key of 20, which Mm. is really all about the art of contemplation and about self-awareness and um, self-assurance. So <laughs> I, I was actually meeting my own shadow when I was, thought it was boring. Yeah, you know, superficiality, I, right? I superficiality, that's right. Now, now I recognize that I'd actually been doing a lot of contemplating and I didn't realize it. Mm. When I go out in nature, I tune in and I tune into my environment. And that's what contemplation mm. is. It's tuning in and you're listening. And now I've learned that when I tune in and listen, I can let go of um, self-criticism mm. and I can bring a softening to what's going on. And I can actually f- try to figure out what's happening within me right now, maybe in response to an outer stimulus, that kind of thing. You know, mm-hmm. but it's been a it's been kind of a long journey because this is actually one of my shadows. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah there's been a big evolution in mm-hmm. your awareness around contemplation, and now yeah. I mean, you live such a contemplative lifestyle now, yes, um, which is just beautiful to witness. And there is so much transformation available to you in that. I mean, I don't think a day goes by where you do not vox me with some type of breakthrough. Because you're contemplating every day, it means you're having breakthrough every day, which is just magnificent. Thank you for sharing. So Lizzie, being a little bit newer to the gene keys, obviously you're you're someone who's been doing inner work for for quite a while. And so Mm. contemplation isn't new. There just might be a new approach to the way that you're contemplating. But I would love to know how starting to pause and to purposefully pause in your day, how is that impacting your journey, your inner journey? Um, Interestingly, Megan, I bought the book Out of Contemplation because prior to um, going on vesting and signing up with yourself, Megan, Megan, sorry, I keep doing that. Don't I mean Hayley? Oh, me. <laughs> um, I um, I hadn't really understood what contemplation meant, to be honest. Mm. So I bought the book. Now, I started to understand it slowly with the book. But for me, again, it was definitely when I've done this three-day course with Richard. Mm. And that really, I completely understand it now. And... I think what I was doing when I was first starting to work through my um, gene keys is I was using the thinking brain and what the contemplation and the understanding of it has taught me is it is about going within. It is about finding the wisdom and it is about problem solving from that deep inner core place Mm -hmm. and not from thinking, thinking brain. So how I'm incorporating that into like everyday life, I'm using, I'm pausing, I'm finding days within, I'm finding gaps within the day to pause. Mm. 
But if I just come up with the smallest of challenges or the smallest of irritations, I'm, I'm, I'm proper going within and I'm really sitting and thinking, Lizzie, think from the heart, think, find that wisdom within and don't approach this with your thinking brain. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that has just changed things for me, it massively changed things for me. I yeah. love it. I absolutely love it. And it gets I, you know, addictive. And, and it, absolutely. <laughs> and also, nobody knows you're doing it. Yeah. You know, so you could be having a conversation <laughs> with somebody. You could be just, you know, experiencing something that's making you feel so uncomfortable. And you can just go within and you can just breathe mm. and you can just find that strength within and step away from the thinking mind. And nobody knows you're doing it. Yeah. So again, I don't know if I've answered your question, but that's my answer. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Brilliant. It's like, it's almost like the sneaky art of contemplation where you're sneakily going within as you're moving throughout your day and you know, it's so often, yes, we face big challenges in our lives, right? And Mm -hmm. we can use the art of contemplation with the big challenges and we do. But so often, like you spoke to, it's the little things. It's the little Mm. irritants. It's when your husband leaves his bloody jock drawer open for the thousandth time. And it's when, you know, somebody was rude to a cashier at the the grocery store and you overheard it. It's these little things that kind of, they irk at us. And if we never take a time to pause throughout the day, those little things build up throughout a day Mm. and we end the day feeling like we're carrying the world on our shoulders when Mm. we pause in these little pockets and we utilize challenges even the tiniest of challenges it's invitations to go inward we start to release these things as they come and we suddenly are ending our day not feeling heavy anymore we're ending our day Mm. where we're like oh my breath is still in this beautiful rhythm when usually it wasn't and Mm, so delicious. And even Richard says this. I love how it, it was this course that really helped it land for mm. you. And he and it may have been one of these things that he said. He said it's not about learning anything new. Like the gene keys is not about learning anything new. It's not actually a teaching. It's not a learning. It's about unlocking the wisdom that's already inside of you. Mm. Right. And oh, you know, when you come to do the Gene Keys courses, it isn't just more information you're going to take in. It isn't just more of this thinking brain that won't already shut up, that's now going to not shut up even more. (laughs) It's about activating something much deeper, much vaster, much more impactful within ourselves, right? Um, I know that you've been using the Triple Flame app as well, Lizzie. Um, And the Triple Flame app, again, is a free resource that the Gene Keys has. And um, just as much as I'm like, how is this new to the Gene Keys course free? Every day when I'm in the Triple Flame app, I'm always like, how is this free? (laughs) It is so valuable. And you set it to pause for three minutes every three hours or however you would like to do it. And there's full meditations or there's music and there's this and there's that and there's OMS. Hello, everyone. I pressed pause because my dogs were being little dicks <laughs> and barking. But I was asking Lizzie about the Triple Flame app and how that is making an impact in in your life, in your days, and how, yeah, how are you finding using that app and what, what difference is that app making in your life, Lizzie? Again, I think it, it goes back a little bit to what I was saying before, but um, 
I've got mine set for three minutes four times a day and that's like every three hours mm-hmm. um and again I think it when it when the it goes off as a reminder for you to pause it, it's just that ability to just have that break in your day mm. and to just come back to yourself and to just realign myself um and to ground myself again I use that word quite a lot grounding yeah. but that that's that's what it gives me um mm. and you can do it anywhere again mm. it's one of those things that you can take with you so if I'm out walking you know you don't have to be sat still and like oh it's gone off I must sit down I can't do anything I've got to pause mm. you can pause while you're walking you could pause while you know we're in the kitchen and I'm pottering about in the kitchen and I paused. Mm. So, and those those moments of pausing have just given me almost like an inner peace and an yeah. inner calmness. Mm. So when I am then presented with a challenge, I think I've got, I'm more equipped to be able to um cope if you like yeah. with that challenge I think I've said very recently if all anybody did was just use that triple flame app mm. for a number of weeks as a beginning into the gene keys that's seriously in fact I actually think that would set people up quite nicely to then move into the gene keys I really mm. do honestly it is just brilliant mm. it's really oh. really just yes (laughs) (laughs) I'm just loving getting to hear this and witness this while you're in these beginning phases um because it's all well and good for Megan and I to be like it's so transformational when we're years Mm. into this work but to get to hear it from you Lizzie where you're just months into this work it's like wow Mm. this is what's available sorry I think the 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 um you I think at the beginning, I probably had to make, mis- there might have been times where I thought, nah, I don't need yeah. to do that pause right now. I ain't got time. It'll be right. But then the more that you use it, the more you get from it. So you mm-hmm. actually enjoy that pause. Mm-hmm. And you might even take that pause when it hadn't told you to take that pause because you just yes. think, you know, I'm just going to sit for a minute. I'm going to sit in this quiet and I'm just going to go within for a minute. And then it's like, Right, done that. I can crack on again. <laughs> totally. Like I've been finding myself using my triple flame app so much more than just the pauses. So like I, I have mine go off at six, nine, twelve, three, six, nine. But I'm using it more than that, where I'm just like, oh, I'm feeling a bit heavy in my chest. Oh, I'm feeling a bit tense or I'm feeling a bit down. And I just go in and I do a pause. So I'm doing multiple pauses a day, but it really does start out as a discipline and then it shifts into a want. Like you said, you actually start to enjoy them. Like for me, I've been the worst. Like I am the worst for the notification coming up and going like, that. Nah, don't have time. Like so easily, like I have this flick where I go, no. Nah. And then I catch myself and I go, hang on, that's not you. Like, remember, remember why you wanted to do this. Remember that you committed to this work. I'm like, of course, I'm going to pause for three minutes and I do it. And I always feel so glad that I did it, you know. 
Megan, what's your experience been like with the triple flame app? Because the triple flame app's only been out for yeah. maybe five yeah. months or so. Yeah, what's been your experience? Um, I didn't think I needed it, you know, when it first yeah. came out. Just going, oh, yeah, I, I, you know, I do my own personal pauses. It's okay. I, you know, I've learned this art of contemplation. I've got it all down. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody, like you and everybody, in our group started using it. And I went, I guess I should really probably try it out. And then they updated it and, and brought in a bunch of journeys and a bunch more material than just the three minute pauses. Right. So I now do it daily and I love it. And I, I don't do, I very rarely just do three minutes. Morning meditation is a deep, long journey uh, my noon one is um, the 10 minutes uh, om, and uh, I do a set of hand mudras with it. The afternoon one, often I will do my walk during the afternoon one mm -hmm. and bring more. I'm not listening to anything at that point. Just, just, you know, I knew that the prompt was there to go. And so I would, will go out on the walk, but I'll be that much more present mm -hmm. during that walk that much more i'll listen more i'll watch more i'll look for animal tracks you know i'll just be more aware what i think i have found the most wonderful for me is that it helps me to remember it helps me to remember how marvelous i am how incredible the earth is how incredible life is mm -hmm. it just gives me time to remember the beauty mm -hmm. of this existence yeah Oh, so delicious. You know, just this morning before jumping on here, I had a spare 30 minutes. I was like, ah, oh, I want to write a new meditation for the Journey Home membership. And it's called um, Come to Remember. And it's a oh. meditation simply to remember because you're going to forget. Um, but of course, the Triple Flame app does this beautifully. And that's what I was thinking. I was like, I don't really need to make this meditation because everyone can just download the Triple Flame app for free. But I wanted to make something specific around that language of like, welcome to your remembering you know and I love I just love that the triple flame app offers that to us in so many different ways it's there's no rules you can just make it work for how you want to and so yeah everyone listening if you haven't already downloaded it head across and and, and download that now so heading on to the next part of this beautiful course, before you even get into the three gene keys <laughs> that the course takes you through, it also sheds a little light on shadow work. It sheds a little light on what it actually looks like to transform your challenges, what it actually looks like to transform these things that feel like they're holding us back in our life. Because that's all shadows are. They're just these frequencies that are more in a fear, lower frequency that makes us feel like we're being held back. But then we can realize that they're actually the doorways, the gateways into our greatest gifts. They're the seeds that we plant and nurture with love and they grow the tree of our life from them. And so I loved, 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 loved the way that Richard did the video on allow, accept, embrace. This is something that I teach in depth in my one-to-one -one containers and it can take me, it can take months for that to fully land for a client of what that really looks like and feels like. And hmm. And the way he put it in like a three-minute video, <laughs> I was just like, I feel like this is going to help everyone to just grasp it more. 
So allow, accept, embrace is really the approach to the shadow work with the gene keys. It's the approach to to the things that cause us suffering because so often when we are approaching things like this in our life outside of the gene keys, we try and get rid of the shadow. We try and fix it. We think that it's something wrong with us. It needs to be fixed or needs to be switched out for something more positive. And then we wonder why we just keep going round and round and round and it keeps coming back to bite us again and again and again. And so the gene keys teaches us that we don't want to get rid of our shadows. We don't want to avoid our shadows. We want to allow our shadows. Allowing them. What? <laughs> this is new for a lot of people when they come to the gene keys. This whole idea of I'm actually going to allow my shadow patterns to be here, to be in existence. And by allowing them, we can come to accept them. And when we embrace them, man, like we, this is when he explains it, like burns off from your DNA and you just are living in constant higher states and it all comes from allowing your shadows to be there. And so Lizzie, I would love to know from you how, how it's felt and looked different with your inner work compared to maybe what you've done before, how it's felt and looked different to allow your shadows instead of trying to fix them. Has there been a difference in your approach there with the gene keys? Um, yeah, and I, and I and I part of the answer to this does go back to the contemplation, mm-hmm. which is what we've just been saying. Because I think once you start contemplating and pausing, and you allow those shadows in, hang on, I, I'm I'm getting confused. I think a little bit with myself here, so. What was the question again? That's <laughs> okay. How has it felt and looked different to allow your yeah. shadows instead of trying to fix them? So like in the past where maybe you've tried to like, this is All wrong right, with yeah, me. Yeah, okay. How's it different now when you're just allowing them? I think the more you allow your shadows in and the more you kind of like because what I'm doing when I'm allowing the shadows in and the thoughts and the feelings that come with that it's like allow them in but breathe through just breathe through what's going on Mm. and I think the more that you allow them in the more the, the the pain of allowing that shadow in lessens yeah so and and I know that because I've been doing it and I think the more that that pain lessens as you will, you're allowing it in, then you're more open to allowing it in. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Whereas before, when I've had this this shadow and I've just turned my back from it, I don't want to acknowledge it, I'm going to run away from it, inevitably, it's going to come bouncing back to me. Yeah. It just is, and I'm going to have to deal with it. So the more that I've allowed that shadow and the pain and the thought and the feeling, like I say, to come in, then it's lessened each time. And also something else that I've learned from Richard is it's temporary. It's only temporary, mm-hmm. and it is a state of mind. 
Yeah. And and that's the approach I'm using when I'm allowing the shadow in and I'm facing mm. that shadow. Mm. Oh, so amazing. And and then what's happened as a result is you've created all of this spaciousness and opportunity for breakthrough. This is where mm. all of your beautiful epiphanies and things are coming from, is from this allowing. And it's the first step of sitting with the gene keys. So right from the get-go, the very first step is what creates everything else. It's the allowing that leads to all of this. It's the pausing that leads to all of this. And so Mm. we don't even have to think about how we're going to transform and what that's going to look like. All we need to do is pause and allow, and the rest is taken care of all on its own just by us showing up to do that. Um, I'd love to hear your uh, experience with this, Megan, you know, this fixing energy, which I know when you first came into even the container with me, there was a bit of that fixing energy around and how that's shifted and what that has meant for you and your life. Yeah, I was one of those people who it took me a long time, many months to really get (laughs) that allow part because I just naturally wanted to fix it. Fix, fix, fix. Mm. Um, when I allow, it's almost like I'm allowing in a big part of myself because mm. I've spent, you know, 67 years in this shadow. Of course, whatever shadow's coming up, that's part of me. Yeah. You know, so I am allowing a part of me in back into my being instead of saying, fuck you, go away, go away. I don't want you. Right. So I'm allowing that in somehow with the makeup of myself. It a lot of times comes in as this huge wave of emotion and emotion mm-hmm. has been very hard for me to feel yeah. in my lifetime. I got, you know, I was programmed as a child, happy emotions. That's the only ones you can have. No anger, mm. no sadness, no any of those painful emotions. So I've had to relearn how to feel my feelings. And so now I, now that I know how to feel my feelings, I have to then feel them. And mm. um, sometimes they're not that comfortable in some of these shadows. I have turbulence in my emotional quotient and turbulence. Mm. You really feel those fucking feelings. Mm. So I have to just be patient with myself and say, you know, that if you let it flow, it will dissipate, you know, just, Mm -hmm. just let it be, just allow it, just Mm -hmm. allow it. And, um, yeah, there are just some days where I'm just sometimes have to have a pity party once in a while, you know, Oh yeah, (laughs) for you. Those are allowed. (laughs) (laughs) We're allowed this. But uh, <laughs> yeah. again, even the emotions now, just what exactly what Lizzie said, the more I'm able to feel my emotions, the the less distraught I get over them. Just yeah. just let yeah. them be, you yeah. know. And so I learned so much from them. I'm, you know, allow in this mm. this this young woman who never got to feel her feelings and allow her back in to feel she those has feelings. Wisdom. Exactly. Right. Yeah. She has so much wisdom. Yeah. Like each feeling think, that we feel and allow, right. we have this beautiful gift of something it unlocks. What were you going to say, Lizzie? I'd love to know. Mm. Just like that, when you're um, feeling, feeling your feelings, <laughs> um, mm. the emotions, 
it's and it's not an easy thing to do but what I'm learning to do is when those really uncomfortable feelings come up I keep I keep saying I want to become a friend of my shadows yeah because like you said Megan the part of us and it's about for me it's about becoming a friend of my shadow and exploring them with love and kindness and compassion rather than that oh you Uh, <laughs> yeah. and nobody yeah. can see what I'm doing but <laughs> anger I suppose and yeah. frustration and resentment and all the, the other yeah. shit that comes with it so yeah totally oh absolutely and and just switching up that approach of how we even face our challenges and our struggles and our suffering that is where your life changes and the whole learning to allow for me is what healed my anxiety because I was so anxious and I was having panic attacks all of the time and just, you know, I couldn't go anywhere and I was just bound by this anxiety. It's thinking back, um, it was really when I learned to allow that that started to evaporate because the anxiety was coming because of the fixing energy I was trying to bring to all of my problems. All I could see was the the challenges and the suffering and ah, and I was trying to fix them all. And when I brought that fixing harsh energy to it, it resulted for me in anxiety, crippling anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so this allowance has seen that just, ah. and whenever I notice now, I'm years and years into this journey, whenever I notice that anxiety rise and I feel the constriction and I notice my breath goes a bit shallow, instant, I don't even, it's not even something I consciously think of anymore. I just naturally then gift myself with a space of allowing because I just know that that's all I have to do, just allow it to be exactly as it is. So, mm, I mean, already There is such juice from this course. And that was just the introduction. No, it really was just the introduction. We haven't even gotten into like the three days that you spend in your gene key profile. So like I said, you spend a day in your purpose key, your SQ key and your culture key. So day one is purpose, but technically let's call it a four day course because you would do the introduction on day one and then you spend three days in your profile. So the first day in your profile is the day of purpose. And I love that he chose the purpose gene key, not the life's work, because the life's work is is usually where you begin. But Rich is just like, let's just go and sit with your purpose because we don't want to start this experience by doing. Your life's work is more about doing. He goes, let's start this experience with being because that's what your purpose jinky is all about. It's about who you're here to be and it's about anchoring yourself into who you truly are. And it's about this day of purpose in this course is about having a day where you simply get to be. And it's in your purpose jinky that you discover what truly fulfills you in life. Because what truly fulfills you isn't the things that you do, but just who you are, showing up more fully in in your own being. And so one of the things that you're encouraged to look at on the day of purpose is, is how you've gotten in your own way in living a deeply fulfilled life. Because this is what can happen in your purpose, Gene Key. You have this be- this gift 
and the city that lives in that purpose gene key, if you were to just embrace and be in that energy, you would just feel so grounded, so fulfilled, so anchored, so stable, and just mm, so much beautiful creativity would flow out of you. But guess what? We get in our own way <laughs> when it comes to our purpose in terms of, um, yeah, obstructing that gift from coming into the world. And so my next question for you, um, Lizzie, let's start with you. And it can be to do with exactly what you looked at on the day of this course, or it can be outside of that. But how have you gotten in your own way in living a deeply fulfilled life? What's your thoughts around that? How have I got in my own way? Um, I think it's it's not allowing myself to be who I truly am. Yeah. And I know that that just sounds really kind of simplistic, but always hiding, I suppose, behind who I, who I am and not mm. letting the, the real me just mm. show up in the world. And I don't actually know any other way to answer that other than yeah, I get in my own way by mm -hmm. just not being me and being who I perhaps feel I should be, mm. maybe by how I have been conditioned through yeah throughout life but due to different systems and processes and just the world that we live in um, so like in terms I, I, of sorry I thought you were sorry, finished you keep going no. you go you go <laughs> no no because I suppose that that those and they're your shadows aren't they mm. when you know in respect of um yeah, you you'll you'll carry on. I've lost my train well, of thought. Well, I was going to I was going there. to bring your gene key into this. So on your day of purpose, you were looking at your purpose gene key, which is twenty six, shadow of pride, gift of artfulness, and just as you're saying, how you getting in your own way by not being who you truly are. What you're really talking about is stopping yourself from expressing. Your artfulness, because the gift of artfulness that you have in your purpose is all about this heart marketing. It's all about taking your fleshy, beating heart that just loves things and being like, Bleh, painting mm. it on the world, like painting this picture of the things that you love, whereas the shadow of pride will hold you back, not because you're too prideful to share, but because it's feels like it has to go it alone or it feels like, well, I'm scared to bring what I have to say because what if people don't like it or I'm scared to fully express myself because what if it wasn't the right thing to say? Whereas none of that matters. As long as you're in your heart, that artfulness will just keep painting love everywhere that it goes. And so when you listened to that Gene Key audio of your purpose, did you have any like aha moments or anything that dropped of like, oh, my God, that is so me? Yeah, I mean, now that you've just said that uh, um, around the heart, um, the the way that I kind of like, I see everything through my heart. I'm a very emotional and um, sensitive person. Mm -hmm. And the way that I show up and see the world is very much from a feeling and an emotional and a heartfelt mm. space yeah and that can sometimes just be too much for people 
or in my head I'm thinking that might be too much for people which is maybe the pride yeah so then I don't express myself in in that heartfelt way um so that definitely um dropped in for me amazing um yeah Mm, how beautiful I can say I've, that you've got a habit of going yeah yeah <laughs> at the end yeah. of everything I say <laughs> and yeah me too what I say you'll notice in my podcast I say you know a lot I'm like you know you know and Richard Rudd does it too maybe I picked it up from him because I'm so obsessed with Richard Rudd maybe I picked it up I don't know I need to go back in time and see videos pre-Richard Rudd time of me see if I do it then um but I love that what you're saying there, Lizzie, even if you weren't in Destin, obviously in Destin, we're going to be spending another, we're going to be spending, spending a month in that gene key. But even if you weren't in Destin, just having that experience of that day of purpose and it allowing you to see like, oh my gosh, yes, this is causing an issue when I'm not sharing my full heart. And yes, I do have a calling to express myself more. There is something in me that wants to share my heart more. And that's just completely life-changing on its own, just to have that little epiphany, right? Like, mm, amazing, amazing. Now, Megan, I know that you have gone through your activation sequence four times <laughs> now. And so this is nothing new to you. But even I know you say every time you come back to it and you listen to it again, you get a new epiphany. So what was the thing that came through for you? Like, how have you gotten in your own way of living a deeply fulfilled life in terms of your purpose, Jinky? In terms of my purpose, Jinky, this was actually, I think, of the three of them, the most impactful. Mm. Uh, I did bring an issue that I wanted to look at through the three gene keys. And the issue mm -hmm. I brought was I'd been on kind of vacation from making videos for the journey home and I kind of didn't want to go back. And so my, my issue I was um, dealing with was confusion around my vlogging on um, TGH. Right. And the um, what's holding me back basically from the in this gene key is I can't I can't I'm, I'm I'll be submissive I'm a submissive person <laughs> yeah not anymore yeah. I'm not yeah <laughs> you know so I, basically I came up with things like oh I can't make more videos I, I'm much less than Haley who's so brilliant at this gene key stuff how how could I be of value so um, I can't. Uh, what if my ideas don't come through? What What if I don't have any good ideas? Or what if nobody likes it? Or, oh, I can't. I can't. Mm -hmm. And then I'm. Then the other part of this, though, is when you move out of the I can't, and you mm -hmm. decide I fucking can. <laughs> my personal gene key comes in and says. Um, Hell yes, you can. Not only can you, you can unite others because you are now in your personal genius and your personal genius ignites other people's personal geniuses. Mm. There is a, a, there's a, in this gift of equality that I have, it, it, um, it brings a balance between the masculine and the feminine. And mm. so I'm able then to, help others find that balance mm, beautiful amazing love it 
um, when I came in and, and did this one. And for me, I mean, I've listened to my Purpose Jinky audio hundreds of times. So like that was nothing new to me, even though I still enjoy listening to it, which you get your full audio in there. It was the excerpt for me that really hit me because it gives you like this um, this beautiful description of the shadow, the gift and the city of your purpose. It really does. It's, it's, yeah. As I was reading it, I was like, it felt like I was reading the Gene Key for the first time. I was like, is this how? <laughs> it's like, I wow. know the Gene Key so deeply and so well, and I've worked with this so much, but I read that. And I felt like it. I just never considered it from that angle before, and it so revealed to me like, holy shit, Haley, you are actually massively holding yourself back st- still in that particular yeah. area in my intolerance, yeah. which is my shadow. I'm jinky for my purpose, and um, uh, it just inspired me so much. And I know that I'm going to be on a new little. I've just picked up a new golden thread. You know, and then you can keep following that thread and see where it takes you. And that was really my experience in that day of purpose, which is really cool. Which, you know, even for even for me coming in and and like new epiphany. And I could keep coming into this same course like once a month mm-hmm. for the rest of my life and I'll get a new epiphany. Like, mm-hmm. yes, this is for new to the gene keys, but no matter who you are, you're gonna get something out of it. So moving on to day two. Day two is your day of love. Mm, day of love. And this is where you get a gene key from your Venus sequence, which is all about love and relationships and softening your heart, opening your heart, and just learning to truly love again, remembering the feeling of love. That's what that whole sequence is about. And again, Richard doesn't give you the first key in that sequence. <laughs> He gives you the second to last key in that sequence, your SQ, your spiritual quotient. This represents the heart of you. It's the heart of your profile. It is. It represents the inner child in you. It represents you between the ages of zero and seven. It has this really childlike spirit. So whatever gift that you have in your SQ represents the child, that inner child you, right? For me, it's inspiration. Inspiration represents inner child Haley, and it's like my home it's my home within it's what makes me feel just I feel love flowing through my veins when I'm in that gift and so I love that Richard has gifted you the experience of getting to sit with this jinky and in this jinky yes you're looking at the issue that you brought in to look at it through but the real thing that I feel that Richard's getting you to look at through the SQ and really what you look at through the whole Venus sequence is this idea of being able to return non-love with love, to return non-love with love. And you take this gene key as the backdrop and, and you look, okay, this shadow is me when I'm not returning non-love with love. I return non-love with non-love in that shadow. But that gift is me in my returning non-love with love. And just even the concept of that is, you get to spend a day basking in what love means to you. And so, Lizzie, I know you actually came into the Destined Voxer and shared a bit about this the other day. So I know it it impacted you, this idea of returning non-love with love. Um, do you want to share with us a bit about how that experience of hearing Richard talk about that hit you and shifted you 
Um, this for me was one of the biggest breakthroughs, the um, the, the path of love and mm. listening to the meditation. It really just shifted so much for me. But the returning non-love with love, when I first looked at that, I was thinking about it from the perspective of, okay, I am with somebody and they are being non-loving towards me. How do I return love to that that person that's just been unloving? Yeah. <laughs> so I were approaching it from that perspective. And then I don't know what I was listening to. I don't know when this this kind of like epiphany came in, but I suddenly thought this is about this is about me and returning non-love to me. Mm. And that just really just really, really resonated with me. And that that's where it starts. For me, it starts with loving myself. And mm -hmm. when, in fact, I think this is where we'd got into the conversation about the critical voice. Yeah. And having the critical voice. And so when the critical the critical voice comes in and it's and it's unloving and it's unkind, I need to learn how to return love to that critical voice and it really mm. starts with me because if I do that mm. then I will be I will have the tools and I'll be equipped to return that non-love to other people love sorry to other people when they are expressing non-love oh. so that's kind of like what fell in for me oh I mean what a thing to fall in <laughs> That is just yeah. a life-changing epiphany to have of, holy shit, this starts with me. You know, I can be returning everybody else's non-love with love, but until I return my own non-love with love, I'm I'm only skimming the surface of the love I can give other people. You know, like mm -hmm. as you start to return that to yourself, and I know we spoke a lot about Lizzie sort of like, no longer that critical voice, the non-loving voice that you have, no longer attaching your identity to that voice, no longer making that voice mean anything about your worth, but returning with your true sense of love, your true sense of worth. And mm. um, yeah, getting to sit in that day of love. I just, I love that your day of love unlocked that in you. And it just mm. gets me excited about what this day of love can unlock for other people as well. So thank mm. you for sharing. Megan, what's your experience been like with returning non-love with love? Well, I have to say that this, this day really helped me to reframe my SQ because mm -hmm. I, my SQ, the, um, here I am in this love sphere, which is all about, you know, returning non-love with love. So this, and this inner child as well. You've got, he does talk about the child, you know, your inner child. And yet my shadow is intellect. Mm. And so right there, there was this, huh? How do I do that? There's love, there's intellect. How, what, how does this fit into this, this loving place in my chart? Mm. And um, so it helped, even though we, you and I spent a whole month on this, it really mm -hmm. helped to once again bring in this sense of just the love of the the gift in this, which is 
precision. And precision is about bringing truth through your physicality. It's it's about this truth. And of course, the truth, what's the real true truth? But it's love. Everything is love, right? Yeah. So how do I, you know, it's pure presence is this just bringing in this love. And how do I do that in my expression? Mm-hmm. And of course, it fit beautifully into the question I'd asked myself and um, about, uh, do I continue vlogging with mm. TJH? Oh, yes, because that's my own unique expression. Mm. That is where the the true gift of this is the art for art's sake, mm. you know? So whether anyone thinks Whatever anyone thinks about the video that I do, I did it. And at the time I did it was the actual impact of that beautiful piece of love being brought into the world. Oh, I love it. And your videos are very much you returning your own non-love with love as well, because you're, you often are like in your messy middle when Mm -hmm. you do some of your vlogs and it's live action, Megan, returning non-love with love. Like, oh, I'm feeling this way, but I'm showing up in this way. It's, yeah, so I love how you got to see all those pieces falling together in the landscape of your SQ. Glorious, absolutely glorious. So after the, the day of love, the third day is the day of prosperity. And oh, the way that the Gene Keys reframes prosperity I think is so needed in our world at large. I feel like it's one of the most impactful things that Gene Keys has to offer is to redefine the idea of abundance, prosperity, success, all of these things that we are all chasing on the outside, all chasing externally, which is actually bringing more destruction to our planet than love. And so as through the gene keys, we start to redefine prosperity and we actually start to truly prosper and we start to recognize what it feels like and looks like to prosper. This is going to be a huge shift in our world and a huge shift in the fabric of business and family and everything. And so in the prosperity day, again, you don't get your first gene key. I think he's done this on purpose to be like, I'm breaking all the rules. <laughs> Just, I'm going to give you a little taste from these places in your chart that doesn't seem to make sense that we've chosen these spots. So it's the second key in your prosperity sequence, your culture sphere. And your culture sphere is all about how you interact with other people to play your part in serving the whole. It's all about um, how you will prosper best within what you are here to bring the world and what sort of um, conditions you best work in, what kind of conditions you best are inspired in, um, what kind of conditions you best serve in. And it will then, of course, show you in your shadow what will hold you back, what will cause shitty conditions for you to serve in, what will cause um, a lack of inspiration in you, what will cause a lack of service in you, what will cause you to forget what you're here to bring. And so the, the real questions that you're encouraged to sit with in this jinky, as well as the backdrop of your challenge, but the questions are, how can I best serve the whole? And how can I help everyone around me to prosper? Already, we are redefining the meaning of prosperity. So often, we're seeing prosperity as something that I prosper. 
Like I need to accumulate lots of things for me, huddle them away in my home, and then I'll be happy, I'll be secure, and I will prosper. But that's not actually prosperity. Prosperity only happens when we all prosper. Your true prosperity lays in your service to others. And your true prosperity lays in simplicity, the simplicity of loving another, the simplicity of just accessing the desires of your heart, the simplicity of expressing the trueness of your soul. This is this is all about prosperity, right? And so I would just love to know, I mean, I don't really have a specific question for the for this day of prosperity. I just more so would love to hear maybe. Yeah, what stood out most to you on that day? Maybe it's something Richard said. Maybe it was something from your gene key. Um, I would just, yeah, anything that stood out for you, Lizzie. Let's start with you. I think this is definitely something that I'm still working on. Mm. Not that I'm I'm working on all of it. (laughs) But I think for me, it is around how can I bring my creativity into the world and my voice to be able to make to be of service and you know um to just to help other people it's all yeah. about i want to really help other people i want to make change to help people make positive changes mm-hmm. and it and so it's about how how can it it's the creativity behind that and how I can mm. use my voice. Mm. Um, yeah. And isn't it interesting how when we start to see it from that angle, all of a sudden it gives us the courage to speak, right? Mm. Like because when we look at it from the opposite way of like, okay, I need to speak to share because I need to do that so I could be successful. That comes yes. with a lot of pressure. And in your culture sphere, um, Lizzie, you've got 58, which is dissatisfaction. It can cause dissatisfaction. It feels dissatisfying to even think about sharing. And it's like, uh, you feel like you lose your energy. Like you don't even have the energy to share. You know, it's like, uh, where is it? Whereas when we flip it around and we go, like what you were saying, how can I just love people? How can I, um, you know, how can I best serve? And then your heart's telling you through your creativity, through expressing your voice, through sharing your journey. And all of a sudden, it's a completely different relationship with the expression where when it's about what it's going to create for others, boom, your vitality is born. That's your gift. And I don't know whether vulnerability comes into the, the gene key for me um, mm. in that respect, because mm. I haven't really explored this gene key 58, mm-hmm. but it, I've got, I th- there's something about me wanting to share my vulnerabilities and wanting to share, yeah, to share vulnerabilities be- mm. and, and to do that from the heart, because I really do feel that, that's how I might make a difference. Absolutely. And I've got absolutely no idea if that is connected to the GQ58, but... 
Well, I I see it connected massively to a lot of your gene keys. It's very connected to your life's work. It's very connected to your evolution. It's very connected to your purpose. Like it's connected in through all of your genius and then your culture kind of takes that. So these are all things in your activation sequence that where I see them playing a role. Your culture takes that and then it's like, and this is how you'll deliver it. You know, so mm-hmm. for you, you'll take that want that comes from just the pillars of who you are and it's going to enter the world and you'll work with people through your gift of vitality to help bring bliss in the way people prosper through these beautiful gifts of yours. So like as you're talking, it geometrically, it completely makes sense in my mind's eye with with your profile. Right, okay. Um, but of course, like you said, you haven't spent much time digging into the 58. Um, and that's really this course isn't about that, right? This course isn't about completely yeah, yeah. unpacking it's just a, you a gene test, key. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's sort of inviting you into like, ooh, I think that there is more for me to discover in that beautiful, in that beautiful spot. Mm. So thank you for sharing. Megan, what was your standout moment in the day of prosperity? I find it interesting that my uh, key in is of 40 is in this spot in my chart because here, here prosperity and, and, you know, sharing and, and service and all of that kind of thing. And 40 is really also all about taking care of yourself. Mm, It's about not getting too exhausted It's about choosing exactly what you are going to do because you have only a certain amount of energy, right? Mm -hmm. So really what this probably is going to help other people to know is that there has to be a balance between feeding yourself Mm -hmm. and being of service to others. That the only way you can truly be of service to the others and to be as clear as possible in your message to others is to be take care of yourself first. Mm. Yeah. So delicious. Mm. I mean, what a beautiful invitation this day of prosperity gives us just to just to even have one thing that lands that redefines what prosperity might look like for you, right? And so for Megan, it's like, oh my gosh, my prosperity looks like me taking care of me first so that then I can serve. And unless I do that, I'm always. Who who would think that prosperity for me is lots of alone time, but my God, that is. Yeah. That is so beautiful. Yeah. And my, my culture key is 15, which is the shadow of dullness and the gift of magnetism. And I definitely see that my prosperity and the way in which I share and show up is very undermined when I allow myself to see things as being boring, when I allow myself to get caught up in the dullness Mm. and the mundaneness of some of the things I have to do in order to be of service because, you know, I have my membership and I have Instagram and I have my podcast and I have my one-to-one clients and I have my group programs and I love what I do. You know, you put me on camera and I'm teaching and I'm doing the thing, like when I'm actually delivering, I am obsessed, but there is a lot of the things that come before the delivery that I can see as dull and can bog me down and actually block me from my delivery because then I'm like, oh, I can't be bothered doing that thing. Oh, no, that's boring. And so then I never do the thing that preceded the very thing that would have served. 
And so, um, yeah, for me, that was the standout from that day of prosperity, just being like, all right, bring a bit more loving awareness to the mundane tasks, bring a bit more Mm, loving awareness to the things that I see dull. And I think that sitting with this, this day of prosperity actually triggered in my mind, like, holy shit. There are actually multiple things that I find really dull in my business that I'd never allowed myself to really see as dull, where I was like pretending it was all okay. And as I allow that to just be dull, suddenly it's not so hard anymore. Suddenly it's just part of what creates my magnetism. Um, And so that was a really cool moment for me in that day. Um, And so, you know, right there we have those three days that we've just talked through. Those each of one of us had three really incredible life changing moments of epiphany in a free bloody course, guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is next level stuff. Like, oh, I just really, really encourage everyone to go and do this course no matter where you're at in your jinkies journey. Um, but I do have uh two more questions left for each of you. Um, just while we're talking about this journey with the gene keys. And um, I would love to know, Lizzie, like what are you most excited about in terms of continuing your gene keys journey? I actually can't believe that I'm going to say this, (laughs) but it is working through the shadows because honestly, and I can't believe that I'm going to say it, but because I've started to have some breakthroughs already and we are I, we, I am so at the beginning of the journey. I just think I've got to keep doing this because I can see these tiny breakthroughs. So it can only get better and better and better and more exciting. And I know it's not going to be easy. And I know that there's going to be difficult times, but I'm all in. (laughs) Honestly, I'm so excited about it. I just... And it's that I really want to really, really learn about, I want to know who I am on a really deep level. Mm. And I want to bring that person out into the world. Mm. And that's, it sounds cheesy. It might sound a little bit cliche, you know, the, the be the best version of yourself, that kind mm. of idea. But mm. it's, I'm just so excited about it. Yeah. Um, yeah that's amazing that's kind of like where I'm at with it yeah and you know, I, every I don't... day there's just this little breakthrough mm. even when I you know and, and I'm and the fact that I'm learning the ability to sit with the shadows is it's life-changing Because if you don't ever learn to do that, you're never going to evolve. You're never going to change. You're never going to, like, just, we're on an inner journey. And the only way that, 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 for me, that I'm really going to get to understand and know myself and develop on this inner journey is by facing those fears. And I, like I say, I can't believe that I'm actually sitting here saying, oh, I want to understand the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make friends with the shadows. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, it's um that's where I'm at. And you know, that's what the gene keys will do to you. 
<laughs> and uh, like as you're describing that and saying like you know if I don't do this I'm just going to stay bound by them forever and that's that's that pathway mm-hmm. of challenge right which we've just looked at in in destined the the pathway of challenge between your life's work and your evolution until you shift your attitude towards facing your challenges your suffering and your shadows you will remain trapped in them forever and so mm-hmm. that's like it sounds heavy and scary, but the moment that you accept that truth, it just gives you a surge of energy. It gives you a mm. surge of excitement, mm. um, a surge of just like, oh, I see us all as it's like the start of Lord of the Rings where he's like running off with his backpack. He's like, I'm going on an adventure. <laughs> that is absolutely yeah. the feeling that it creates. And so I'm so excited for you um, just knowing that that is going to continue and, um, and that sorry just th- this last thing and actually I wouldn't be sat here doing this podcast and <laughs> you know hopefully people are going to listen to listen to this and you're not gonna you're not gonna be like oh no I'm not putting that one out there <laughs> I'm <laughs> absolutely posting this um, this is brilliant <laughs> but it's it's kind of like this has allowed this has allowed me to come out of my comfort zone yeah. and do something that I would have never done had I not explored the gene keys yeah. it is just honestly Hayley I am mm. so I cannot tell you, and I know that this is what this podcast's about, but I can't tell you how much I appreciate you, how much I appreciate that the Gene Keys found me and then I found you (laughs) (laughs) to help me understand my personal profile because it's just, yeah, it is what I've been looking for. It's so amazing. And I must say these moments where I get to witness a, a beautiful person who's come into my world and entered into the Jinkies work and who have had the absolute privilege of getting to work with, then getting to witness you stepping outside of your comfort zone, getting to witness you going like, oh my God, this scares the shit out of me, but I'm going to do it anyway. That is like my ultimate reward. And nothing feels better than that for me. Nothing. Like, I'm just covered in goosebumps right now and I can feel tears behind my eyes. I'm not going to cry, guys. I did enough crying on the last episode. <laughs> Don't need to cry on this one. Um, but, yeah, just to get to witness that, that's just my favourite thing in the world, my favourite thing in the world. So thank you. Megan, being a few years into your Jinkies journey and your Dream Arc journey, what are you excited about in terms of continuing with the Jinkies? My passion at the moment is this beautiful connection that I'm feeling between my spiritual life and my embodiment in my body. Mm. And I never would have said I was excited about that never. <laughs> until now <laughs> because I have had such a difficult relationship with my body. But that is just, that's it. I am so thrilled that that's my next adventure. Oh God, maybe I will cry on this episode. You guys, are I know me. I was about to cry and I had to stop talking. <laughs> I mean, yes, when when I first began working with Megan, there's no way she would have ever told you that what she's most excited about had anything to do with her body. No freaking way. And so to hear you say that is just it cracks my heart mm. wide open. And you know, I feel like I'm in the same position. I'm so excited about my Gene Keys journey not for a reason that I ever thought I'd be excited. I am really excited for the first time in my life at the moment 
to really let go of some of my toxic comforts that have come with me through my journey. I have released Mm. a lot of them, but there have still been a few things holding on for dear life that I've sort of been self-medicating or coping in a way with the pain and exhaustion that I deal with on the day-to-day. And I'm so excited for the first time ever to be able to, um, I'm excited about the unknown of who I'm going to be when those things are gently Mm. set down. Oh, that's a good one for who you're going to be. And I've never been excited about the unknown version of Haley. That's always been what's terrified me and the reason why I've stayed with a few of the knowns that I knew, yes, Mm. suffering came with them, but it was known and it was bearable. So I'm safer to stay here than to go there. And yeah, for the first time in my life, due to a series of major breakthroughs and a series of softenings that I've gone through in the last few months, in particular with with my Gene Keys journey, that yeah, I'm excited. And that's wild to me. So all three of us, you have all three of us being like, it is wild that I'm actually excited about that. And Mm. to me, that is the biggest gift. They're all things as well, sort of. No, you go, please. It, it's it sounds like they're all things as well that were were our big big fears. Mm. You know, we're excited yes. to kind of like explore as fears and where that transformation of exploring those fears is going to take us. It's just like, what? isn't that wild? <laughs> like, and this yeah. is this is all about you know. The Gene Keys is about becoming friends with fear. And it's people hear me say it all the time, but I got it from Richard Rudd, inviting fear in for a cup of tea. That's his thing, teaching you how to invite fear in for a cup of tea. And I've been inviting fear in for a cup of tea right from day one. And the the level of fear and the depth of fear and the level of wounding you can sit with as you continue down that journey gets deeper and deeper. And now I'm Mm. at one of the real Mm. deep ones where I'm like, oh my gosh, but it just feels like inviting in fear number one that to me now doesn't even register as fear anymore. It's like, no, that's not even fear. And um, what a gift, what a gift this Gene Keys transmission is. And uh, (laughs) This pains me and excites me at the same time. It pains me so much to think of everyone out there that doesn't know this yet. Like it pains me to think of people living their lives without this beautiful roadmap, yet it excites me at the same time of all the people who are just about to find it. And I'm just going to keep doing episodes like this to keep enticing you with the carrot. (laughs) (laughs) because this I want this for you right like we are not doing this episode so that you come in and join something of my container or something that we're selling we're doing this episode because we want you to go and take a free course that Richard Rudd made for you Mm. it's got nothing to do with us wanting to make a dime but just to do with us wanting for you to be able to access these beautiful moments of life, wanting you to be able to open more to your purpose, more to love and be able to live a life that's more fulfilling. That's that's why we're here. That's why I'm here. That's why Megan's here. It's why Lizzie chose to step out of her comfort zone today and share because she wants to serve. And um, yeah, there's there's nothing that I could encourage you to do more than go and to do that course. But outside of doing that course, 
we're going to finish, ladies, with a final question. Okay, number one piece of advice, go and do the course. But outside of that piece of advice, what would you recommend to someone who is brand new to the Gene Keys? What is something that you would either recommend or a piece of advice that you would give them if they're brand new? Lizzie, do you want to go first? Without a shadow of a doubt, it would be to download the Triple Flame app and start the pausing and contemplating. Love it. 100%. Simple, practical, accessible. Three of my favourite things. Amazing. Megan, what was your recommendation to me? I would say to balance your excitement because something has, you know, sparked you with the gene keys. So balance that excitement with patience. Mm. Excitement with patience. I mean, the Triple Flame app will give you that gentleness, that kindness, that allowing those pauses. And it's okay to be patient, it's, you know. Mm. Beautiful. Slow and steady. Totally. Slow and steady. Totally. And, you know, I think for me, my piece of advice changes every single time I give a piece of advice. I know, but right? On, <laughs> on today, today how I'm feeling today, my piece of it, all I'm seeing in my mind's eye, I'm just seeing everyone as an inner child. Mm. I feel like I'm seeing every inner child of the every person that's listening to this podcast. Every person's in a child packing a backpack. They put a little mm. sandwich in, a little banana. <laughs> Got a treasure map. They're packing it with this anticipation, this excitement. They put their backpack on and they're like, oh, I'm off on an adventure. And they're off on that adventure with without an agenda. Mm. Simply to have fun, to explore and to just unlock mysteries of themselves in the world. And I could just, you know, I would just say cultivate that curious, excited spirit where you're just off on an adventure. And then coupled with that, it's very much what you said, Megan, be in it for the long haul. Like mm-hmm. just be willing for this to be a long-term thing, not because it needs to be drudgerous and hard, but because you're not going to understand it by lunchtime and that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, just be that inner child on on the journey. And as long as you're present in the journey, you will keep having breakthroughs every dang day. I don't think a day's gone by where I haven't had some kind of breakthrough since I picked up that Gene Keys book. Mm-hmm. And because of it, mm-hmm. I have access to so much more of my wisdom and there's so much more to go. And that excites me. All right. Oh, so amazing. Well, ladies, thank you so, so much for being here today, just from the pure love in your hearts for showing up just to serve, right? Thank you. And honestly, my biggest thank you to both of you is thank you for the inner work that you are doing. Thank you for showing up day after day. Thank you for facing your challenges Thank you for being willing to shift your perspective. Thank you for pausing when your notification goes off because all of those things are very easy not to do. And when we don't do those things, we can bring the collective frequency down. But you are playing your part. You are being your puzzle piece and you're taking everything in your life in your stride and actually utilizing it 
as a reason why you increase the frequency of the collective. And for that, I will be forever thankful. Mm. So thanks for joining me. Thank you for everyone who listened. And ladies, if you want to say goodbye, and we'll finish up. Thank you. Thank you, Haley, for doing this one. And goodbye, everybody. <laughs> yes. Um, thank you to all of those that listen. And bye. Yeah. bye everybody thank you so much for joining me today it is such an honor to bring my heart directly to your ears the tjh podcast is in her early days so if you could take a quick moment to leave a rating on spotify or write a review on apple podcasts i would be extremely grateful And if you enjoyed the episode, I encourage you to share it with a friend to help spread the Journey Home message far and wide across the globe. I deeply appreciate you and I will chat to you again very soon.